Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. So very live from the Low Budget Live Barn Grill here in beautiful southern middle Tennessee. And if I seem distracted, if I seem all over the place, there's lots going on. Lots going on here in the Barn Grill right now, specifically. But uh, recording this, this is the podcast for Monday, Monday, April the 24th, 2023. I'm recording it on Sunday because I... I typically do that. Y'all know that. You've been listening for a while, you bunch of low lifers. And if you're new to the show, this is how we do it. Sometimes we do it live, but we do it not so live a whole lot. I am completely blown away, perplexed, and, and pumped right now. Lots of cr- bass fishing craziness. We're going to get to it. I was, I was, uh, you know, a, a spectator for some of it. Uh, firsthand, and and now I'm 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 watching it go down right here on my on my glorious MacBook. Drew Benton, congrats to Drew Benton, Bassmaster Elite Series champion. There, 
dude, at, at Lake Murray, I've been keeping up with, I've been driving today back from the studio in Wisconsin for MPFL. And uh, I've been keeping up with it off and on today. I haven't got to watch a lot this week because I've been working. I've been working. And, man, Hunter Shrock drops 21 today. Great event for Hunter. 22-9 the first day, 23-5, 18-5, and then 21-4 today. All day it had that he had a crazy fish catch, fish racks around the dock early this morning. Crazy stuff happening. He's emotional. Covering tournaments, being in tournaments, there's just that feeling like, yep, Hunter's day. Hunter's fixing to get his first blue trophy. Drew had been catching them all week, but dropped all the way down to either ninth or 10th yesterday. 14 even yesterday, okay? Has 23 even the first day, 23.9, and then 14 pounds. Drops 20. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. 26. Seven on the final day at Lake Murray. Hang on one second. 26 pounds to win. I had no clue. I've not I've not looked at it in a while. I've been busy. I haven't been home long. And uh came out here to record the old podcast for the week and I pulled it up and it was right to him weighing in. And holy crap. Congrats to Drew Benton, Drew Boy. I like me some Drew Benton. Of course, Drew Cook make the top ten. John Cox. Cox Watch did not fish the MPFL with us this week. Bassmaster there in uh, fifth place, man. Overall, Patrick Walters, Coach Walters with a fourth place. Jason Wills, Williamson, Jay Will, Bernie Schultz in the top ten. Anyways, and then uh, uh, Kenta Kimura and I cannot say uh, Fujita's first name, so we'll just go with Fujita. That may not be how you say it, but he's a fantastic young Japanese angler. All right, so anyway, sorry. Just more ADD than normal. Really, lots going on, but that just happened right as I hit record. And, uh, yeah, holy crap. Congrats to Drew. Back-to-back Elite Series there. Back-to-back going to Santee next where Drew Cook, his roommate, travel buddy, brother from another mother where he won last year. Oh, me. All right, got that. Got get. I had to just ramble about that for a second. It's wild, man. Uh, I'm sure Drew, maybe he wasn't sight fishing, but I think he was bed fishing a lot of the week. So if he caught the bulk of that bag, and I have no idea of sight fishing, that's even that's even crazier. But it's been a crazy bass fishing weekend, Lord knows. And we're going to get to that here in a minute. But uh, got to thank some sponsors real fast to make it all possible here on Low Budget Live. That's what I say on MPFL. <laughs> I almost said MPFL. That's what I say before every commercial. Let's check in with the sponsors. Make it all possible here at the National Professional Fishing League. So I'm doing my commentary shtick that I just got through doing with uh, – my buddy fatty cat newton up there in wisconsin but i've been talking so my brain's fried and i've been talking and talking and talking for hours second we wrapped i started driving south stopped about halfway drove the rest of the like seven hours this morning home so i am uh, i am fried i am fried but i do want to thank the fine sponsors of low budget live let's start with startron kicking ethanol in the teeth it's funny, I had a conversation with a guy yesterday in the studio about Startron because he's they were talking about bad gas up there in Wisconsin. Oh, you can't go to this gas station because it's actually it was more like, oh, you can't go to this gas station because it's it's not that bad. But I dip my what I'm saying is how I sound all fit in. You know what I'm saying? And these are my guys. These are my dudes. But my buddy Andy up there in the studio and uh and Scott Piper, our director, they were talking about this. 
and this this place has got bad gas. This place has got bad gas. You can't do this. You can't do that. And I said, Startron, boys, boys, does anybody here know about Startron? And uh, we had a we had a fun conversation about Startron, but it kicks ethanol in the teeth. That's all you need to know. Gets ethanol out of their enzyme-powered fuel treatment. A lot of the gas, a lot of your gas, has got ethanol in it. Kick it in the teeth. We start trying a little dab will do. You can find the stuff everywhere, anywhere. I mean, other than like McDonald's. Start trying bringing you low budget live for six years now. Long time. Great peoples. Great peoples. Pro Guide Batteries. ProGuideBatteries.com. You can use code LBL10 to let them know you're a low lifer. Go check out their new lithium line. I'm running the trolling batteries, trolling motor batteries. Uh, I've got a new cranking battery that I'm going to play with here very soon that they've sent me that meets all requirements that you need out there on the water. I've never ran a lithium cranking battery, but you know it's going to take a lot of weight out of the boat. They charge back so fast. It's incredible, man. Like that's, that's what gets me on the trolling motor batteries is it's, it does not take long for them to come back, but I haven't killed them. Like I stand on these things and I've gone a couple days in between charges and uh, just just impressed by the pro guys, man. Check them out. ProGuyBatteries.com. BaitWorks.com. Bait-Works.com. I see y'all out there using Duncan-10 at Bait-Works.com. LOB jigs available in seven colors now. It's got the Low Budget Live logo on the package. It's a low-lifer design jig. What can I say? Trocar hook in that bad boy. I got them, I got them laying right here. You can't really see them great, but... But I'm proud. I, I like to look at them. If I'm not getting to fish enough, I like to at least look at the LOBs. But a full, 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 full lineup of all kinds of goodies. Some new toad thumper frogs coming soon. Some new toad thumper plastics, plastics coming soon. Liking me some of those toad thumper crawl eels. They got a wide mega bass assortment. All the daggum mag drafts in the world right there. Baitworks.com. Let them know you're a low-lifer, Duncan-10. And last but not least, hang uh, the banner. Bassmaster Classic winning banner. The Express X21 Pro. The original all-welded aluminum bass boat. 96-inch beam. I mean, bad ace. Bow to stern. Transom to trolling motor. It's a beast. Put you a 250 Yamaha show on the back of that bad boy. Sea deck covered up. But I would like to say, as I as I do talk about the X21, because it is what I have. I'm very proud to have. Lots of other great models in the lineup. X19, the H17. Fantastic. They, they have the number one bay boat in the country. Lots and lots of good stuff going on in Hot Springs, Arkansas. Go take a test drive. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. Express Boats, building excitement since 1966. I'm actually, if you're going to be in the Hot Springs area, I I need to see where this is at. Let Let me look this up real fast. I will be doing the MC duties once again this year. It's a little earlier this year, thank God, because I almost died last year. It was so hot. <laughs> the Arkansas Commissioner's Cup high school tournament. I had such a great time last year on behalf of Express Boats there. Let's see if I can pull up. I can't remember if it's, and this is just my bad, I can't remember if it's on Hamilton 
or Washington. Let me look this up here. But I will be there. I will be there in the flesh. No rest for the wicked. It will be on Lake Hamilton, at the Lake Hamilton public boat ramp. Public boat ramp. I'll be there. I'll have the X-21 in tow, but I'll be out there. If any of you low-lifers are around, come hang out, man. I'm going to be doing the MC. Some great kids fishing that. Last year, I had a great time, man. They have a they have a junior division. It's a lot of fun. I got, I, you know, having having a gaggle full of kids here at the house, I like giving kids a hard time. You know, I like I like picking at them. It's something my dad always did, I guess, around me and my buddies and just, you know, dad jokes, right? Like just slinging those dad jokes out. But I had a great time last year and looking forward to uh, more of the same this year, this coming Saturday, April 29th. So come by and say hi if you're in the area and uh, check out the boat. We'll be there and I'll be there. So, all right. One one other thing I have to say before we get into the, the nitty gritty here is a uh, very exciting week. A lot of y'all that listen to this are music fans. Them Turnpike Troubadour boys, Cats Out of the Bag, new album coming, new single Mean Old Son about to drop. Just got to say that because my my dude, Ryan, uh, I li- I, those, those are good, good folks and uh, work so freaking hard on this album. And uh, I may or may not, I mean, it's going to be good. I'm just going to say that. Like, it's good. It's good. Y'all going to like it. It's, uh, it's going to be it's going to be a showstopper. I mean, going to be a lot of songs on it. I believe that they're going to be sung at their shows for many, many years to come. But uh, big news in the music world right there. Just got to throw that out there, them troubadour boys right there. So congrats to Ryan and the gang on that. Uh, one of their songs actually leaked. <laughs> so they had to do the release a little earlier. Damn internet. That's kind of what I'm fixing to talk about, the damn internet. I love the internets for multitude of reasons, but they're just people who are just stupid on the internet and some stupid person got a hold of one of their songs and just leaked it. So they had to go ahead and, uh, release a little, uh, a little, you know, a little teaser a little earlier than they were going to, but, uh, cats out of the bag for sure. All right. So today, uh, man, just, uh, so many things to say about MPFL and the MPFL event. First of all, I am, and I say this after every single one of them, but I am so grateful I get to do what I get to do for them. The commentating job, like, it's just, I wish it was all I did in life. No offense to anything else uh, that I have going on in life, other than the podcast. Like, I would still do the podcast, but it's just fun. Like, I see how guys like Zona, um, you know, or Tommy Sanders, but outside of fishing, the folks that get in that commentary world, I see why they enjoy it so much it's a lot of work it's stressful at times but it's so much fun it's so rewarding and i and i love it i love uh i love every second of it and getting to work with fat cat it's just it's just a great time man we've got a great crew in studio shout out to my dudes andy brian and scott up there at the uh at the fix tv studio and brian keller up there fix productions it's awesome man the weighing in show we're having so much fun this year uh but I, I am, before I say anything, I, you know, about the topic here, you know, I'm heavily invested in the MPFL, you know, uh, I consider all the ownership friends, not bosses. They're great people. And I've said this time and time again, man, they've had a, they've had a bad shake a time or two, some, some weird stuff that's happened. 
And uh, great people running a great tournament. And I think anybody, you know, it's cool to hear a veteran like a Daryl Robertson, former Forestwood Cup champ, fishing with us this year. You know, he was saying the other day, it's like the best tournament trail he's ever fished. Like that's that's so cool to hear from me because I see it. You know, I fished a lot of I fished a lot of events and I see it with these guys. It's a well ran deal, and uh, paying out big money this year, hundred grand. So great event, Texarkana, Texas. Of course, I was in studio in Appleton, Wisconsin, but Texarkana. Right, Patman Lake, killer venue, great host city, tournament's awesome, shallow water, bush flipping, frogging, insanity. Visually, as good as it gets bass fishing wise. And a little bit off, you know, weight wise this time from where it was last last time we were there. That being said, crazy drama uh, on the final day. Keith Carson makes a charge. He was the 2021 champ there. Ryan Satterfield, the local boy makes a big charge and when the dust settles baron adams georgia pro who just joined us this year and uh great dude great dude and a fantastic angler okay i i got to spend uh you know several hours over his shoulder not in the boat but but watching this guy do do work out there on right patman two days in a row both days of our coverage he was on camera Bright Patman was very inconsistent. He was extremely consistent over the first two days, 17-something the first day, 18-something the second day, but uh, but charges into the lead. Sheldon Collings, who we had on the show after Pickwick, right there in the mix as well. And and you pull for all these guys because, you know, Timmy Reams, who's going to be leading the progressive angler of the year after this, the most consistent angler out of three seasons in the MPFL period into story. Keith Carson, fantastic human, great, great, great angler. 2021 Progressive Angler of the Year. You know, Sheldon, who I've had on the show, comes very close with the league. He's, he's came close so many times. You, you'd love to see him hoist a trophy. It's just – and Timmy Reams led it day one, going back to Timmy, 22 – like, it felt like his to lose. And then it just it, – it's crazy how these things shape out. It's just like the Drew Benton thing at the Bassmaster Elite. Like, in this sport, all of these guys are so good now – so good, anything can happen. Anything can happen. And Baron Adams comes from, I think it was like eighth place day one, to take the day two lead. It was a funky weather day. He catches them better than everybody gets gets in there. And it really looks like, okay, well, it's his to lose now. But he was a couple pounds, or maybe a pound and a half above Sheldon Collins, two pounds, Timmy Reams, Michael Yoder, another local was right there in the mix, a couple pounds off the mark. And he was dialed, throwing a wacky worm in these buck bushes, like absolute danger. I mean, just begging for it. But he got a six-pounder out of the bush. Some great footage, man, from Baron Adams. And uh, it was when we went off live at 1 o'clock, it was very knotted up, very tight. We we could not have told you. You know, most of the time we get a feeling or we're chat. We got camera guys on the water. We're hearing what goes on after live. And uh, you do try to build up the drama, and sometimes it's just a blowout. Brandon Perkins blew out Pickwick, so there's no drama heading into the weigh-in for the most part. We don't know. You know, at, at Patman here, we didn't know. We don't know who's going to win. It, it was up. It, we really thought it was up in the air with five guys. Sheldon Collings had gone all day without a bite. He catches two good ones in the last 15 minutes alive. We're like, uh-oh. He made an adjustment. We're like, is he is he turning it around? And, and so we really didn't know. Keith Carson was set up on a big one on a bed after catching a really good limit cranking. 
We didn't know. Uh, Baron Adams, the leader, had four when we went off live. We didn't know. We had watched Ryan Satterfield, young local hammer climb up the leaderboard all day long and box his fifth one right before we went off live. That was a good one. And he's like, we're working on a bag now. And so we just didn't know. And we interview Baron on the way in show and he's nervous. He's like, man, I'm going to puke. I think I got about 15 pounds though. After we went off live, I catch a couple, blah, 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 blah. Well, then Ryan Satterfield weighs in, takes the lead and Baron needed 14 and some change. And he ends up taking it. He ends up taking it. He wins. He beats Ryan Satterfield. Ryan Satterfield, uh, biggest crowd we've had in an MPFL weigh-in. It's crazy. People everywhere for Ryan. He's a local. They're pulling for him. And his family's there. It's a really cool moment. He's very emotional. He's excited. But he finishes second to Baron Adams. Or so we think. Or so we think. And he's just a pound off the mark, you know. And and uh, Baron's emotional on stage. Like I said, great guy, great angler. He's a tournament veteran. And he finished 19th at Pickwick. He's getting his footing. He gets a win. He knows Lanier very well. He knows Santee very well, where we're going next. Like, you're just feeling like Barron's fixing to be, in his first year with the league, one of our guys. And he's still going to be. But I was on my way home. I'd, I'd left the studio, and I get a phone call from Brad Fuller. And he says, hey, man, we got a situation. And uh, – and he's very, very frustrated. Um, maybe and frustrated might not even be the best word for you. Emotional. And Brad and I are emotional people. But he's very emotional. He says, we've got a DQ Baron. Wait, what? Like, what? And when you hear the term DQ, it's just like when my when my dear friend Trey Swindle got DQ'd, immediately that 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 those two letters, those three letters, DQ'd. Implicates so many things. People are, oh my God, he's a cheater. He's this. He's that. I mean, you never know. And so, before, and Brad's like, I'm gonna, I'll let you know the details. But we got to DQ him. Uh, he did nothing shady. It's just a, a complete, honest mistake. But we got, we have no choice. We have no choice. And so the story was, Baron. Baron thought he had a fishing license. He goes online to buy one, and and for whatever reason, and we were able to see this when he went to show his fishing license there uh, as he was taking a polygraph, he never completed the purchase. He never completed the purchase. And all of his credit card information and everything, he never got a confirmation. He never completed the purchase. And I don't know if he had potentially bad service and he thought it went through. Whatever the case was, he didn't double-check it. And he didn't have a fishing license. And they had no choice. That's breaking a state law. I mean, had no choice but to DQ all three days. $100,000 mistake. $100,000 gone. Last place in the tournament. Won the tournament. Outfished everybody in the event. By a narrow margin. A little over a pound. Wins the tournament. So that means Ryan Satterfield is your champion from stop number two. Well-earned, fished his butt off. Great young man, great angler. Very cool to see him have the response he did from the local community being. It was very cool. I know he did not want to win this way. I know he didn't. I am sure 
He will gladly take the trophy. And I'm sure with, with, with humility, right? But he will gladly put it on his mantle. He, he fished great. Um, he'll gladly take that hundred thousand. Who wouldn't call me right now? Oh, I get a hundred grand. Okay. Because of somebody's mistake. You got to cross every T. If you're paying $5,200 entry fees, you got to cross every T, dot every I. That being said, it's just an oversight. Baron Adams did not do anything wrong. He made a, he made a very honest mistake. And I'd say the most heartbreaking mistake of his life thus far, especially in his fishing life. It's brutal. Brutal. Earned it. Earned the victory. Brutal. And you just hate it. And, and, you know, of course for us as an organization and I, and look, I'm just a commentator. I'm not an owner. I'm not, I'm just a commentator. Um, but, but these, these folks are family. I care about what they're doing. I'm invested in what they're doing. Obviously I have been for three seasons, man. I love it. And when things like this happen, you could post Baron Adams wins by 100 pounds, and it'll get three comments on social media. You post Baron Adams DQ'd, the mom's basement mafia comes out of the woodwork, man. And you know that. And so the league is, last night we didn't make a statement. That, on Saturday night they didn't make a statement. They were putting together, you know, what they were going to say because you know the mom's basement goons are coming, you know. And, and look, man, it, it, I can lay my head down at night no matter what you say about me. Trust me. You've seen me do it time and time again. I can uh, lay my head down at night knowing what you say about the MPFL, knowing what you say about Bassmaster, knowing what you say about live scoping. All y'all that just spend all your damn time typing in all caps about this league's a joke because they should have checked the fishing licenses and it's their fault. Well, it's not the league's fault in the least. It's Barron's fault. Barron owned it. It's Barron's fault. Just like it was Trey's fault that he didn't have the correct insurance at at the uh, Chesapeake Bay event he could have won there. Um, it's an unfortunate situation. It's an unfortunate situation. Like Hank Weldon said, he hated to have to DQ Trey. Brad Fuller and, and, and Sean Mullall, they hated to have to DQ freaking Barry. Trust me. But they did the right thing. They did the right thing. But I can assure you, it is not the tournament organization's responsibility to wipe your ass <laughs> it's not it's not they're not gonna fall around clean up after you get through eating oh make sure you tie that jig on so you get more bites make sure you got your batteries charged and your and your boat gassed up fellas no no so anybody that's that that points fingers at an organization for making a ruling like that like, get out of here that's silly especially one that is a completely 1000 percent control of controllable variable period end of story it is it's a damn shame but it's controllable it is it's controllable uh i fished many tournaments bassmaster opens when i was in my you know right out of college in, while I was in college, I fished them as an adult. In the last couple of years, I fished the FLW Tour. I have fished BFLs. I have fished multiple tournaments. They do not ask for fishing license. They do not. I've seen multiple comments. Well, Bass does. They don't. Maybe they do now. Maybe they are this year. They weren't. They don't. 
It's rare that you have to show that. Now, that was my argument when Trey got DQ'd is I do think if insurance is required, which it is, that everybody should have to submit it at the first year. If you're a contestant in the tournament, submit it. I think with every tournament trail, MPFL included, before practice starts, you should have to submit that you have a fishing license. Everything's digital now. You can do that. You can do that. And it will, I agree, help avoid situations like this. But this was an absent-minded mistake an angler made, and it is not the organization's fault in the least. In the least. When I tell you the level of devastation that they had to make this ruling, because I was in it, man, on the phone, in the mix, and I'm just a commentating guy. Brutal. Fat Cat Newton involved. We were devastated for Barron. We still are. But to see people just going ham, and it's inevitable. It doesn't matter what it is, sports or politics or whatever. And I talk about this a lot on here because it's just so ridiculous. And you would think that, I don't know, man, it's just it, that, that people would catch their breath every now and then and not type something just completely asinine, but they do. Every single time. I've seen comments like, well, MPFL rigged it so the local boy could win. What? We gave the dude the damn check and trophy. He won the tournament. He won. Then he didn't have what he needed. How's that rigging it? You know, just stupid. But, man, my heart just goes out to the league. It goes out to Barron, and it goes out to Ryan Satterfield, man. The kid got his first big, big win. $100,000 check on a technicality. It'll always have an asterisk next to him, but he's a great angler, and he'll win again. But the negative comments I've seen going towards that young man are completely off base as well. It's not okay, man. It's not okay. There's so much, though, negativity, and, and Fat Cat and I were talking about that this weekend. Overall, in the fishing social media spectrum, especially around tournaments, it's just bizarre, dude. You can't make everybody – if it's a shallow water tournament, everybody wants them to be live scoping. If it's a live scope tournament, everybody's pissed off that they're not shallow sight fishing. If they're sight fishing, everybody's pissed off because they're killing the fisheries because they're catching those poor fish off the bed. Why don't you leave them alone? If it's MLF, they hate JT Kenny and Marty Stone. If it's Bassmaster, they hate Dave Mercer and Mark Zone and Ronnie Moore. If it's, if it's MPFL, they hate me and Fat Cat. It's bizarre. It's so crazy, man. But they're commenting, you know. They're, they're keeping up with every single move, uh, I guess, to make their existence better in life. I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, man, it's been, a, uh, it's been a crazy couple days. And we are going to, right now, I'm going to see if I can get him on the phone. Uh, like I said, thank the world of these people. There have been a couple of tense moments over the years. We don't always see eye to eye. This man will tell you that. I'm brutally honest. Y'all know that. This is not an act. When I get on this microphone, I tend to say what I'm thinking, right, wrong, or indifferent. This fellow does the same thing. But uh, we're going to get the sauce from him, presented by the W Sauce, America's Worcestershire Sauce, and makers of the new Baron Burton's Breakfast Sauce. And, dude, <laughs> this is no joke. I'm going to tell this on myself. Small batch breakfast sauce. When it says so good, you'll want breakfast all day. The other morning, I made me. I, I'm, I'm a big. I talk about eggs. Made me a little egg. Made me a little omelet. A little goat cheese. That's my deal. Love it. 
Love it. Almost every morning. If I'm home, that's, what I, that's my deal. And I used to be a big salsa guy. Still am. Love salsa. But, dude, I've started using this. And the other morning, I done made me like, it's like a two-egger, you know. Get it. I eat it. And I'm like, got it slathered up in, in the old breakfast sauce. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to make another one. <laughs> You're making me fat, Baron Burtons. That's for sure. But uh, bringing you all the interviews on Low Budget Live, the sauce. And we're going to get it right now from El Presidente himself. I want. I was going to talk to, to Baron Adams, and we will at some point. Stings too bad, man. I'm not going to call him and be like, oh, how you feeling, man? I know how he feels. I know how he feels. I lived it with Trey. I lived it with Trey, and Trey didn't have to turn around and hand somebody back a $100,000 check. He did miss an opportunity of potentially going to the Bassmaster Classic, missing his chance to go out there and try to catch him up on the final day there at Chesapeake Bay. But I lived it, man. I lived it. I lived the tears on the phone with him, him crying, me crying, talking to his mama, seeing him going through it, talking to Uncle G. I lived it. I don't need to hear from Barron right now. He doesn't need me bugging him for a low-budget live interview. Same goes for Ryan Satterfield. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk to Brad Fuller from the MPFL. Let's see if we can get him. He's driving home from the event right now. And uh, just get, you know, the, the word from the boss here. Ladies and gentlemen, El Presidente, Brad Fuller from the National Professional Fishing League. What's up, buddy? Hey, what's up, Luke? Oh, you know, just um, actually just smashing mom's basement warriors right now. <laughs> Before I called you, <laughs> I was just going going off like they go off. <laughs> Finger, fingers of fury, buddy? Yeah, the fingers of fury. You know, it's the league's fault that a guy gets disqualified for not having a fishing license. Uh, yeah, you know, because you didn't, I, you I, didn't personally put tuck everybody into bed and and uh, you know make sure that everything was as it should be. Well, buddy, you know I, I'm never shy about voicing my opinion. I'm, I'm sure that's exactly why you called me. So, uh, yeah, man, I, I've I've honestly stayed away from it a little bit, Luke. Obviously, I'm I'm really close to it. Um, but it's been a tough day, man. No doubt, real tough day. Yep. Yeah, and, and that's what I, I was saying before I called. You know, Baron, we're just getting to know him this year. He's he's new to the league, fantastic guy, great angler, top 20 at Pickwick, wins here, uh, makes a very honest mistake, man. I, I hate to even call it a dumb mistake. or You know what I mean, because I don't want him to think I'm insulting him in any way. It's just an honest – it's an oversight. I lived it with Trey Swindle and the Bassmaster Insurance DQ – it sucks. It's the only way to put it. Uh, I was telling folks, I talked to you last night right after, you know, the ruling was being kicked around and, and, and you're like, Hey, this is what we're fixing to have to do. And, and I just want people, you know, there's such a human element to this. It's, it's not you because you are messing with people's livelihoods. You know, ultimately these decisions affect families. Uh, a guy's been out there. He's invested in the league this year paid his entry fee shows up doing work did it better than anybody this week so these decisions aren't made lightly correct i mean they're just they're just not yeah man not not at all i was you know we had a, we had a lot going on obviously um and, and i knew as soon as uh we were informed of what was going on that if something drastic didn't happen that I, you kind of know the outcome it's, it's plainly and clearly explained in rules under rule three um so I knew what was in front of me, and man, I just I was dreading that conversation right from the get. And um, 
And the other thing, man, it, it was a tough week on the anglers, right? Right, Patman was in a little bit of a funk, and and he worked his hind end off, man. Yes, he did. And uh, and, and as all the anglers did, even even the guys, you, you know, I know you talked to Mitchell Webb, like man, these guys fished really hard. They put in three hard days of work, and uh, you know, and, and Baron, he did it better than anybody this week. And and based on a, you know, an administrative error on his part, it cost him a hundred, him and his family, it cost him. $100,000, it costs him, you know, I, I know Barron's a little embarrassed. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure, and, of course. And, yeah, of course, man. And, and, man, he was devastated, buddy. And and it, when you see another man who's worked really hard have something ripped away from him by his own hand, it doesn't matter how it happened. It's it, it's hard to watch somebody go through that and, and be part of it. So, man, it, it, was, it was tough. And, and look, man, we – I also knew from the get what this was going to turn into just because of the, the, the bass fishing world and how people are. Um, a lot of negativity at times. Well, yeah, these and, days, and I, told you, man, I was like, man, people are like, people love to see people Fall. suffer. It seems they do. Like. They do. And, um, yes. and I just, I, I just, I don't think they understand it, man. I don't expect them to. Um, we're very close to this. And um, yeah, man, it, it was, it was tough, and, and we had a lot of work to get done, a lot of things we had to make sure we did right. Uh, we're under a microscope every tournament, and, uh, you know, when things like this happen, it just kind of puts you right there in the spotlight, and we had to make sure that everything was done correctly. That's right, because I've, I've seen some folks, you know, why release this, you know, 17 hours later? Well, it wasn't – it's out of – in my opinion, it was out of respect for Baron. It's out of respect to Ryan. You want to be sure that when you do go public with it, that it's that it's worded in a way that doesn't insult either one of them. I mean, you owe well, it man, to the guys, you know. You, 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 that's it. We owe it to the anglers, and I pulled all the anglers, you know, because we cut checks right there on the spot, and I had to pull the anglers aside, say, "Look, guys, uh, this is, you know, not exactly, but this is what's going on. We're dealing with situation. Checks are going to be delayed because we had to stop all that. Michelle already had the checks cut, but I had to have her hold those checks." Then we had to have Ray pull down the leaderboard. We got us. We, we have all of our social media stuff ready to go, ready to go out. We had a lot of things to stop. Then we had to reevaluate the situation about how we're gonna, how we're gonna move forward. We had to start to get press releases ready. We had to, and, and most, first and foremost, and people don't know this. So, Baron and his camera guy, um, Baron had his rain suit on because it was kind of cool and misty in the morning. And he had his keys in his pocket of his pay, of his rain pants. When he put his rain pants in the boat, well, you know, in, in the tournament day, in the in the in the, in the middle of his truck. Hang on so, a second. Hang on a second, Brad. You cut out right there on that part. You said in the middle of a tournament day. What? His 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 pants flew out of the boat. His rain his pants. His rain pants. Oh my god. And gosh. his keys were in those pants. Oh my gosh. So. Uh, Stu Arthur's wife hooked Barron's boat up. She was down at the ramp. We know we had about a 20-minute drive. She drove Barron in, in, in their other vehicle to the ramp and actually pulled him through the way-in. So we had to figure out how to get Barron's truck unlocked on top of all this oh other stuff going gosh. on. We were working with the local sheriff there to get someone out there to unlock his truck. He did have a spare set of keys in his boat. But, man, it was just one thing after another. And the only thing I cared about was taking care of Baron, making sure that we did things by the book, and and make sure the 
taxes and the social, all those things we have to do to get things in line and in order. And, and you know, all, man, I'm, I'm proud of how the league handled this. I mean, from my perspective, um, nothing about this was easy, man. Absolutely nothing. We, and then we had to get the trophy and all that stuff to Ryan Satterfield and his family, you know, kind of, kind of that deal. So we, we were literally out to about 930 last night. Uh, after the venue, still cleaning up some of that stuff. Unbelievable, man. And I and I know Ryan, he's a great young angler. And look, he, you know, Barron didn't win this tournament by 20 pounds. He won it by a little over a pound margin originally. Ryan was right outside the top 10 on day one, then vaults into the top 10 on day two, and then ends up in second. He deserves the trophy, right? If anybody but Barron's going to get it, Ryan is more than deserving. He knows Wright Patman well. And I hate that, you know, he's going to catch a little heat from this. But at the same time, like, fished his ass off, had a great event, like so many of our anglers did, man. We, we are, this year, we've got a small field. You know, I've talked about it on here. We, we're, we're fishing. We started with, uh, what, 76, I guess, is where we were at. Yep. And, we, and we've lost one yep. angler, and we've still got the, our elite series. Uh, I'm going to call them traders. That's what I'll call them. They, you know, uh, our boys, which they traded up right this week. They both top tended, it, and we're proud for them over at Lake Murray in the Elite Series. John Cox, Patrick Walters, and we'll see those boys again at Santee. But uh, so we had seventy three this week, and in my opinion, I haven't covered this for three years, and I think you'll back me up on this. This is the toughest field we have had by a long shot. It's Man, there's, there's, it's brutal, dude. For, 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 Per capita, right? Yes. There are, yes. There are more guys who can flat out catch them and know their way around a bass boat in the lake. You know, you just look at Darrell Robinson, Lindell Martin, oh, man. Charlie. Like, like, listen, Darrell's having a heck of a year, man. Like, yes, he is. And, and, and he is energized about being in the NPFL. I talked to him and Lindell and, and, and uh, Darrell's son-in-law, Charlie Apperson, uh, dinner the other night, man. They're, they're – they're serious about it, and they're out there to win. And I wouldn't surprise me a bit if one of those guys doesn't take a shield home this year. So, yeah, man, it's it's tough. Oh, it's so tough. And you got guys like Sheldon, and you got guys like Keith Carson, and then of course when you throw Patrick Walters in the mix, John Cox. Uh, but but a guy like like Barron, who we didn't know much about before this year. You know, when I started digging in, once his name was on the roster, I mean the guy's got a great track record. He catches them. Uh, a ton, but we got Timmy Reams out there just dropping bombs. Gary Atkins all the time in the mix, except for this event. I will say, I got, I got, I got to give Gary a little bit of crap. Um, and it's okay when this is the only crap you can give a guy. His first check, he's missed in seven events. So <laughs> seven so, straight so, so events, man. So, so, so we know he's human. Yes, so he is he's human. He's not a robot. He's not a fishing um, robot. Yeah. Yeah, but man, you got like. Keith, Kirk, Keith Carson, Mike Corbisley, Trent Palmer. Yes. Um, like that that whole group of guys, Richard Cooper, Brian Hatfield. Like there's a whole bunch of dudes, man, and I know I'm leaving guys out. Oh, yeah. It's hard to name everybody. Those, you can almost name the whole yeah. field, dude. Almost yeah, name the whole any, field. Any, any, any one of those guys, and, and plus a whole bunch more that we didn't name, they, they can win. Like one, one of those guys I just named will win a shield this year. Oh, yeah. Um. And I tell you, man, I, I you, know, you never know how this is going to affect somebody. Uh, I've chatted a little bit with a bear today, just via text, while we're traveling back from uh, from Texas. 
man, I, I hope he, like, he's excited about safety Cooper. He's really excited about Lake Lanier. I really feel like he's got a chance. And if he takes this and, and, and uses this for fuel to fire when, when he kind of gets on the other side of it, man, there's still a chance he can win two of these things this year. So I would agree he's with good, that. man. You, you watched the way he picked that cover apart, the way he kept it together. He, he had an issue on the water with the power pole. He called me, he called Sean. Um, we got happy on the phone. He told him what to do. They took care of it. Like that could have derailed him and cost him the victory, but he was able because of his experience to stay in there and, and catch the most weight in the tournament. And um, man, I just, again, to see someone on the highest highs of their career in one moment and just not even 10 minutes later, man, it turns into the worst moment in your career. Like it's, it's like I said, man, it, it was gut wrenching to go through with him. And um, man, I just, I just hope that he bounces back and, you know, we don't have favorites, man, but you know, I, I'd love to see him win one just for the redemption factor. No, no doubt about it, buddy. And, and we don't have, well, we shouldn't say we don't have favorites. Fat Cat and I talk about that a lot. We do have favorites. That we pull for all of them. We really do because so many of these guys we've been with since 2021, you get to know them personally off the water. You know what they go through. And, uh, and you're a, you know, you're a, you're a tournament angler. You know what they go through just from that sense, just like I do. I know what it's like to, to be in that Category 5 hurricane of a big-time tournament competing against these guys. I mean, when I look through here, the Brandon Perkins of the world, you know, Brandon went think, – think about this. Let's talk about – let's talk a little stats because uh, I just pulled up our, our leaderboard here, and this is mind-blowing to me, uh, really, how tight this is going to be. Luis Fernandez, top 10 at Pickwick, 11th at Wright-Patman. Brandon Perkins wins Pickwick, 12th at Wright-Patman. Timmy Ream, second at Pickwick, third at Wright Patman. Uh, Todd Goad, great event at Pickwick. I forget where he was at, but fifth at Wright Patman. I mean, so many of these guys, Jesse Wise, there's so many of these guys, this this race, you got Trent Palmer, Mike Corbishley both came back, got checks here at Wright Patman. They both had great events at Pickwick. Corbishley was third there. So the Daggum progressive AOI is going to be stupid headed into Santee Cooper, to be honest. Timmy Reams, yes, is going to have a decent little lead, but it's not going to be that that runaway train going into Santee, that's for sure. No, man. And, and that, you know, we, we always say, and you and I joke about this, like you really can't start really dialing in that AOI until like after event four. That's right. Um, but dude, listen, you're going to where there's some guys we haven't seen or heard from that are probably going to have a really good event at Lanier or at, at Santee Cooper. For sure. And then we go back up to Saginaw where depending on how that thing shakes out, that's kind of a wide open event too because of the diversity of the fishery. For sure. Absolutely, dude. And then we're going to have a, you know, we hope you fall as good, but you never know in September anywhere, right? Like we don't know. We know it's got bigs in it. We know it's got a lot of fish. That could fish tough. We don't know. You could fish tough. Well, the, it's, It could be a great the, equalizer. We, we, the, the, there's there's zero. To, and if you remember, we kind of set it up that way last year too. So, Eufaula, Oklahoma will be a certified, bona fide textbook grinder tournament. Yes. It's fishing in the fall. We went to a lake that's got a good population of fish. It's a ginormous body of water. The field can spread out. But that that is going to be the catalyst that sends you into Lanier. So there could be a huge shakeup in that grinder tournament. Yes. Because you know how those grinders are, man. Like, 
everybody's got a it's a chip in a seat right like yes. everyone's got a shot so we we think that thing will only get tighter at Eufaula and look man you know I caught some grief from a couple anglers this week like oh man you could probably imagine Juan Mitchell Webb's like what were you thinking um yeah I, I bet yeah. I bet Mitchell ends up doing well there um but you know it, it's uh it's going to be interesting man we're excited about it he he told fat cat now on the way in in show that he hated it <laughs> he said he hates you fall <laughs> well yeah you, well listen mitchell webbs as we say about all the anchors he's a liar they're all liars dude we get to see them lie live all the time they'll weigh a yeah. fish and they'll be like uh oh, that said 310 oh it's put it in it's a two and three quarter I'm like what are you doing yeah, yeah, we exactly. saw you liar yeah. Just in case my scale's off. Like, bro, if your scale's off three quarters of a pound, throw it away. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So, uh, well, dude, while I got you here for all the uh, the low life and son of a guns and gals out there that are that are listening, uh, so this year was, and, and I think you'll agree, it was kind of crazy, right? Coming into, they've all been crazy. Uh-huh. All three years have been crazy, but this one was especially crazy because. A lot of guys, uh, I shouldn't use the term left us, but they they did. You know, we had we had folks go tip dip their toes in the Bassmaster Opens, go go play around over there in the uh, the Invitationals and things, and and uh, and we made a late announcement, hundred thousand dollar paydays, unbelievable, um, and and it got a lot of attention. But we still we we were off our mark where really where we wanted to be boat wise, and you guys. Uh, made the decision to hey let's run this thing, let's run this thing, let's do it, let's let's give it all we got and dude I mean so far what are your thoughts I mean it's fishing the smaller field it's to me it's been awesome I I know we would love to have 150 130 whatever but to me it's been uh, it's been well worth it just it's been a, a great season even though this one's a little frustrating with how it shook out for Baron but. Uh, awesome two events so far. Yeah, man. Talk, talk about Texarkana real quick, dude. There was, you know, the city came and they said, hey, we think there was between 550 and 600 people there to weigh in. It was, it is a phenomenal event. We think, we, you know, Saginaw is going to be great. All the venues we have left are going to be great for fan yeah. turnout. So, yeah, man, listen, dude, you, we, we talk a lot, you know, obviously me, you, and, and me, um, that cat. <clears throat> We don't want to like, talk to Fat Cat. We don't have. I mean, yeah, we, well, it's man, forced upon us. It's, listen, we 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 made a mistake, right? <laughs> yeah, you, you know, hired we, him. Like, <laughs> no, I, I mean, with, you know, we we came out. We we wanted a championship, and everybody wanted a championship so bad. We chose a business path by increasing entry fees, and then to throw that in there, and 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 look, man, if I can live my life in retrospect, whether it's hunting, fishing, shooting coyotes, whatever it is. I would be really much, much better at all of it if I could no go, doubt. well, in retrospect, I don't want to do that. Look, man, we made the best decision we had at the time, and then we go, well, we're either going to fold this thing up or we're going to make a, an all-out push forward. We got the $100,000 deal done. We got the championship. And I will tell you this, man. I have been approached more between when we did that and, like, I had two of the anglers that were in the area. I'll leave it at that. They called me and said, hey, man, can I stop by Texarkana and have a chat with you? Very cool. And I really feel like we kind of hit our we, – we think year four is the turning point for us with the field. 
where people cap the field at 130. Um, and we are we are really excited about what's in front of us. The schedule is coming together really, really nicely. Um, I think it's going to be maybe the best schedule we've ever put out in year four. Um, I'm really excited about it. The venues we have, the times we have them there. Um, it's hard to make everybody happy with the schedule. Um, but man, we try, you, you, I think we're starting to establish an identity. And here's the key for the MPFO that we think is a pillar of our business right now. We need to become more consistent so we're more predictable so anglers don't have to wonder what we're going to do. Yeah, and totally then, agree. And that, that's all yeah, of bass one, fishing. That's all of bass fishing to yeah. a certain extent, right? I will say that. It, but it but we do have to put our, you know, we've got our foundation laid. This is who we are year after year for sure. Yeah. The, the, our, we, we are starting to develop an identity within the bass fishing world, within the competitive tournament fishing world. We kind of know who we are. We're growing in the own. We're maturing, if you will, as a company. We're maturing as a business. Um, awesome conversations with really good sponsors. we got great partners. We feel like the product we provide to them is unique. And the way we provide it is unique. The kind of people we are and the way we sit down and talk to people is probably a little different than what you'll get from, from other entities in the same uh, kind, of, kind of business model. But and it, it feels good to be where we are with what we have in front of us. And um, we're really excited about it. Yeah, man, it's, it's, it's uh, every time we finish one, you know, B and I always say, well, we, we did it again. We did it again because it was such a, for all of us, man, sitting around planning 2021, it was such a pipe dream to pull off. And then, uh, and, it, and it couldn't be pulled off without what you guys do. And, and logistically, it's just amazing to watch when, when you're on site, what you have been able to do. And then to have partners like we do with with the fix crew and all that, man, it's uh, it's funny. I was thinking this week too, thinking back to like you follow that inaugural tournament and all the technical issues and and it's just wild, you know. Th- those first couple days were just a lot of uh, you just never knew. And I remember you and I in the trailer after you know the confetti had fallen, so to speak, and you and I just kind of having this emotional moment, like, well. We did it <laughs> because it was it was this. There was so much buildup headed into it, and then we kind of you know we stubbed our toe at the end of 2021, and then got back on track last year. And last year was was great, man. And and I feel like I feel like everything. The live coverage gets better every single time. No thanks to me, but just from a technical standpoint, we get better at what we're doing. I think we're providing the anglers such a great outlet there i do i'll pat ourselves on the back for that because it is it's killer and if people knew the skeleton crew that we pull that off with they would probably laugh <laughs> to be honest because it's not some 30-man production you know it's just not and it's just like the organization there aren't 40 of you guys running around there making sure things are right it's a skeleton crew and and we just keep pulling it off man and it's it's uh i can't wait to see where it heads it's just so much fun well, man, so start with the, with the production deal. That's Brian Keller, Fixed Productions, Kyle, Matt, uh, well, Kyle, all the camera guys. Wait a second. Like, Kyle Carpenter doesn't do anything. Let's go back to that. <laughs> he just eats corn dogs. Yeah. He, man, it's, it's, it feels like a family. I mean, I know that gets thrown around a lot, when you, but man, it just does. It we does, fight man. like family. We, we celebrate like family. And um, I wouldn't have it any other way, man. And, and, and we bring people in to help us that are emotionally invested in us as people first. 
right? Like you can't ask the guys that come and help us to do what they do during the week if they're not emotionally invested. That's right. Right. And, and that's the, that's the secret sauce, man. Like no one's here for a paycheck. Right. I mean, that's just a fact of it. They're here because they love and care about us and they want this thing to succeed. And as long as we keep that going, man, I keep telling guys, we're not going anywhere, bro. Like we're, we're too dumb to quit and we're, we're just mean enough to make it happen. And that's what we're going to do. And we're going to keep our head down and keep working. Hey, listen, my whole life, that old saying, if you're going to be dumb, you better be tough. I've been, I've been tough a long time because I've never been yeah, smart man. and I've never known when to quit and I've never known when to say no. And, and man, it's, uh, it's awesome to be a part of it, man. I, like I said, uh, at the first, I hate that this one shook out this way. Because like you said, there are we're always under a microscope. And I feel like every organization is. You know, I think every pro fisherman is. I think there are always just somebody there's just so many people out there that love to roll around in uh, in negativity for sure. And so they wait for things like this to happen. But this was just such an innocent, honest mistake. And we did the best we could with it. Hated the decision had to be made, but ultimately what else, you know, what other decision was there to be made? You know what I mean? Like, there's no other option. So, yeah, there, there's no other option. There, there was, in, in our eyes and within the scope of how we do business, uh, there was no option. And I will tell you this. I, I'll just, you know, for all the, the, the mom's basement dwellers are like, <laughs> man, you guys should do this. Here's the deal. We, we run a grown-up league here. We, put, we publish rules. We set expectations. And we hold people accountable. That's period. It. Right? And... Um, if you're not down with that life, then go somewhere on watch and go somewhere else and fish. That's the way we're going to do it. And we're not going to change it. That's right. Um, there are there are professionals that understand the rules, and even even when you understand a rule, man, I had a, a guy make a great analogy. He goes, "Man, it's like double dribbling in basketball. You broke a rule, but you're not a cheater because you double dribbled exactly or traveled. Right. You know what I mean? Like like listen, this this was a terrible mishap." Uh, an administrative error is what I'm what I'm labeling this thing as, and um, but man, we're not going to upset the apple cart and bring everybody in. And because next thing you know, Luke, I'll be going to everybody's house at night to make sure their alarm set. I'll <laughs> That's be going so to, true. I, you would yeah, though, going, if it meant the success yeah. of the anglers, because I know you, because I've seen the things you've done helping guys get their boats running and trucks running and this, that, and the other. I've seen these things, so I know you would. But it's just crazy to think that you would have to go set their alarm clocks. <laughs> well, or, or hey, man, we, we, every boat, we're going to go around and make sure that there are plugs in their boat. That's what I said. And yeah, that's what I said before I called you. I said, uh, we're going to start making sure everybody's batteries are charged and that they got gas and that they got snacks. <laughs> so so the, the other thing I'm going to check is, you know, I'm going to make sure, I'm going to go around every reel that's on the guy's deck. I'm going to make sure their drag is properly set. Yes. I'm going to take, take a, a meter, a, you know, a pound test, and I'm going to pull and make sure that they got, you know, 10 to 13 pounds of drag on the reels. Like, yeah. that's that's the level we're willing to go to. Yeah. No, man, you know where I'm going with that. Like, yeah, man. We, you have to draw a line and go, hey, man, this is your responsibility. This is how we're going to police it. And you, you let that system work. And that's what we did. And, and people don't understand, we polygraph three to five anchors at every event. Yes. Part of that polygraph, what we call our tournament verification, is the polygraph, and we check for uh, fishing license, per se. Right? So this is something we do at every single event. Um, there was one event in 21 that we didn't do it because the polygrapher got in a car accident on his way to the 
to give the polygraph and we couldn't find anyone to replace them. I don't remember which event that was, but man, this is just, we have procedures, we have methodologies in place for dealing with this. And that's exactly what we do at every single tournament. And the anglers know this process. For sure. It's not, it's not a, it's not a pop-up thing. Is there any way we could polygraph fat cat to see how he's losing all this weight? So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Cause uh, I think he's on some miracle man. drug or something and he's just not telling us. He's doing something off yeah. the black market. There's no doubt about it. Well, yeah. I mean, there, there's probably a lot of things he's doing on the black market. <laughs> oh, and maybe yeah. late weight loss is a byproduct. But, you know. <laughs> oh, man. He's killing it, man. I, I, we have so much fun. Now, I will say, I feel like sometimes in life I'm set up to fail. I do a lot of failing on my own. But I feel like I'm set up to fail. And I think this year with this weighing in show – on the fixed TV app, we're being set up to fail because I feel like at some point somebody's going to call and go, Hey guys, it's been real and it's been fun, but it hasn't been real fun. We'll see you later. <laughs> because yeah, if you're man, like, I, Hey, listen, you can kind of be uncensored. You guys can just have fun. And we're like, uh, are you sure? <laughs> well, and for the, you know, for the low lifers watch, like dude, that, that show is just, and honestly, it's, it's an experiment. It, right? Yeah. Like, and it's in its, it's infancy. It's, hey, yeah. You know, listen, I, I say it like, man, it's painful to every way in. Like, every way in in bass fishing is, is unless you got a vested interest in it. Yeah. By somebody. Or, like, that. I was watching, I was watching, we, we got some great text messages today from JL Associates. You know what I mean? From, from JM. You know what I mean? Those yeah. guys were reaching out saying, hey, man, sorry you had to do that. Yeah. While they're running a tournament. No right? doubt. So it, yeah. That, that meant a lot to me that those guys took the time to personally reach out and say, hey, man. I know you're having a rough day. Like, keep your head up. You guys are doing great things from the guys that were bass. And, and that meant a lot to me. And, but, and I watched Patrick, but man, the weighing in show is just trying to push the envelope on, you know, when you say growing the sport, like we're literally trying to do things outside the box That's to right. make it, make it more entertaining. And I thought, you know, we talked about, I thought Saturday was better than Friday. And we're still figuring that thing out. And, man, I'm just excited about the potential there and what, what could happen there. It's fun, Dude, it's fun for us because it's just – because we watch the way – because, unfortunately, you know, we're not on site. And we were always at the weigh-ins anyway. So, Fat Cat and I, it's kind of an inside look because we normally just bro out watching the weigh-ins together on a laptop and make comments like that anyway. <laughs> so, we're normally giving out crap regardless of whether he can go back and watch it or not, right? So now we get to do it and interview anglers. It's a good time, man. I, I am uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what that becomes for us just because it is. It's an experiment. It's in its infancy stage. And uh, I think it'll only get better, though, as long as uh, Fat Cat tightens up a little bit. Yeah, man, there's a lot of potential there. And, and trust me, I'm glad you guys are bringing the light, the, the pudding in the pocket. It's been an issue <laughs> with the NPFL. <laughs> And I'm glad you guys are shedding some light on it because we really need to, you know, we got to tighten that up. And, you know, people, every, everyone's got their problems and issues, but hey, man, we're, we're willing to work listen, with that and make sure we can get that squared away. Listen, man, I can't even hear other people say that without feeling like I need to be put in some kind of mental institution, that that was something that we came up with and think is a good idea to just keep saying. <laughs> Listen, I'm, the crazy I'm thing so is, embarrassed by that, but it's also so amazing at the same time. That, that's that kindergarten comedy, man. Like, yeah, oh, dude. Uh, yeah. Listen, so when I'm running around at the, at the venue, I've got you guys in one ear. I've got Al on the stage up there. Then i got every angler and every 
and they oh, were in the field. Man, that's you enough know, to drive you. To so yeah. I don't get to hear all of it. But for some <laughs> don't reason, go every watch time it. Time you guys say, you know, Mitchell Webb saying, "Well, he reached in my pocket." You know what I mean? Like, man, it, listen, pockets. if we can't have fun doing this, Luke, as hard as this is uh, and painful, like. If we can't have fun, man, like I, I'm dumb, bro. Like send me yeah, to the house. No doubt, man. Well, it's fishing. It's supposed to be fun. And dude, we uh I gotta tell this now, just real quick, but the pudding pocket thing, if you have watched the Weighing In show, uh, you've heard us say it way too much, and we've said it on live also, and you're probably like, well, What are they, what are these two idiots talking about? Al, for some reason, at the last event was like talking to somebody on stage about he'd seen him at a restaurant. It's something about banana pudding, and he just kept saying banana pudding, banana pudding. <laughs> in fact, it's like he's probably got some in his pocket. And I said, "Old pudding, old pudding pocket, Lucola," <laughs> and it was just we now say it way too much. <laughs> so, so there's, I, I, and listen, man, Al is a dream to work with. He's 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 grown as an MC. Like I, I'm oh, really yeah, happy with man. for the company where it is, but like he like. I watched I watched a little bit of weighing in because I didn't get to see all of it. So Richard Key, the guys, the st- some of the staff guys were out in the parking lot of the hotel playing bags. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, cornhole, cornhole, cornhole. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and they they challenged Richard Key for maybe a couple bucks, and he said Richard Key said, "Man, you guys don't want to do that." Well, Richard Key walked away probably paying for his tournament and, <laughs> and, and but but the way i put it i was like oh my god dude yeah. like these people probably think we're just the most derelict individuals yeah. in the he world he said he was getting back you know he made some money off of bags last night we were like yeah. whoa what <laughs> yeah dime bags yeah i would fact that was fat cat i would never say such uh yeah. don't even know what a dime um, bag is so i told him last night but man th- these guys are man we had 67 landing rolled out the red carpet and they, we had so much fun with the anglers down there oh, man, and, uh, man. and all that, man. It, the, the, the camaraderie is, I, man, it reminds me of the service. You know what I mean? Like For it's just sure, guys yeah. I mean, goal, I could see and, that. And, and, it, and it's important, man. And, and I think the guys understand how much we care, and I know how much they care. And when you, when you keep that mutual respect for each other, um, it, it is that, the culture of the MPFO is really, really good. And, and it, it's something that we care a lot about. No doubt, buddy. And it'll just continue to grow and get better as long as, uh, as long as we can maintain that focus. And I, and I know we will, man. And I appreciate you joining me, dude. I know you're wore out. You, you guys do so much. You're driving back all the way home in Ohio from Texarkana. You're pulling the trailer. You got the boss lady with you, but I, I appreciate you, dude. I, I told you last night, I would love to to do a podcast with you about this, I just felt like it was uh, felt like it was a good opportunity to get you on and chat and and uh, you know I think the league being transparent and always kind of you know just laying it out there. You've never been shy about it. You're like me, and that's why we get along. And and man, I I can't thank you enough for doing it, buddy. Well, man, I appreciate it. I'm going to go home and. Uh... Hopefully about 7.05 in the morning, I'm going to fill my turkey tag, and then I'll, I'll get back to work on MPFL stuff. I like it. Go go yacht, yacht one in for me, buddy. i got to be on an airplane. Right, Brad Fuller, right, everybody. Man. Thank you, dude. All right, my man. Be good. Brad Fuller right there, National Professional Fishing League, El Presidente. He wears a lot of hats, man. We've, uh, like I said, with Skeleton Crew, but grateful for that guy. 
having him and and uh, in my life and my family, man, it's uh, he's a good guy, and and I just think that uh, you know I have been critical, obviously, and will be again of things we've done, things other tournament trails have done. Obviously, it's like uh, you know I'm the first one that to kind of admit when I'm wrong or different things, but I think emotionally we all get caught up in things and you forget sometimes that human element when you go after things. And, and, uh, that's one thing working with the MPFL has done for me from a, from a critiquing standpoint, I guess, is there's a lot of emotion that goes on. There's a lot of blood, sweat and tears behind all these tournament trails and things they're doing. And, uh, sometimes it's, it's easy to go, Oh, well that's stupid or, or this happened or that happened or cast, you know, cast judgment, whatnot. And, uh, you know, they're doing a lot. They're doing a lot all the time and, uh, putting a great platform out there, man. I'm glad to be a part of it. So thank y'all for listening to that. Thanks Brad for, for joining in. Uh, thank y'all for tuning in each and every week. I really appreciate it. I'm going to keep doing it as long as y'all listen, as long as y'all watching, I'll keep running my mouth weekend and week out. I'm going to take y'all out today. I got a, I got a note from a buddy of mine, Travis Teague. Travis Teague from out there in Oklahoma. And he said, man, I know everybody likes Biloxi Blues, but I love your song Cigarette Silhouette. It's one I wrote many years ago, and it's on that same little record that uh, Biloxi Blues is on. So I'm going to take y'all out with a little Cigarette Silhouette today. Also, real quick, shout out to my boy Cameron Blair. Cam is finishing the deck project here at the house after I got just – train wrecked by a contractor that's just anyways long story i've talked about on here but cameron blair he's a low lifer he's putting the railing up he's almost finished it looks freaking awesome i'll share a video soon thank y'all take you out with some cigarette silhouette wrote this about a girl to bar imagine that it'll play here in a second i promise there it goes there it goes see